Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of the Back to the TARDIS podcast, the podcast where we take a look at every single episode of the 2005 revival of BBC's Doctor Who. I'm Jeff. I'm Skylar. And it's your bitch, Celeste. I'm still here. Uh Uh-huh. Definitely didn't make us late this week. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, nobody would have known that we would have been late if you didn't mention it. Exactly. (laughs) Candid behind-the-scenes information, folks. And this week we are discussing uh, the 2008 Christmas special, uh, The Next Doctor by Russell T. Davies. Uh, This does not actually feature The Next Doctor. It is a fake-out. Um, but it does feature a chap by the name of David Morrissey playing someone who thinks he's the next Doctor. Um, I, yeah, so it, I will say off, off the, out the gate, I mentioned this to Skylar uh, while we were waiting for uh, Celeste to finish up. But uh, this episode feels kind of like the same kind of energy how after, like, after Aerith dies in FF7, like, immediately the next thing, like, the player goes and does is, like, go to, like, a, like, like, Arctic or, like, like snowy village and then go snowboarding, have, like, a fucking snowboarding minigame. And I saw someone's post that was, like, a joke about how they're, like, s- how Cloud is, like, snowboarding while still in the fields. And that's kind of what this feels like of, like, this is still, like, 10 doesn't talk about donna at all really except for like one throwaway part unlike where how in runaway bride he was would not shut the fuck up well no he did mention he did shut the fuck up about rose but like the fact that rose had just left was much more of a central point uh gee thanks rtd your favoritism is showing yeah it feels like showrunners showrunners no showrunners are perfect i guess sometimes Sometimes uh, the showrunner's fave is the worst companion. It happens. But yeah, it felt very much like like actual, like, this is Ten's midlife crisis, which is funny because he's been alive like two and a half years or something. Um, he's just like traveling, trying to distract himself. Um, which, you know, Doctor Who gonna Doctor Who. Yeah. I mean, technically, if you go on the, like, current age of the Doctor, this is about his midlife, if you're counting. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. no, we won't get into that. Yeah. (laughs) Timeless Child sucks. Sorry. Had a frog in my throat. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, uh... 10 lands in Victorian era um, and uh, but is distracted by someone calling for the doctor and it turns out to not be the doctor and there's like the ooh intrigue. I will say I'm kind of mixed as to whether or not like I'm I'm still not entirely sure as to whether or not the uh like how quickly the episode like pretty clearly establishes that this person is not the doctor goes i think like the revelation of it of like 
him being Jackson Lake and not the doctor is in about like the right place. I just think like the foreshadowing is a little bit too obvious too early on. I mean, I, yeah, I, I definitely don't know exactly what I think about it. I think in terms of like, would I rather have a regeneration fake out or a future incarnation fake out? I'd rather have what we have here. And I think the fact that like, they don't cheat. He doesn't have like a fake sonic screwdriver that looks machine and isn't. It's just, it's a regular screwdriver. Yeah. It's a regular everything. I think those things keep it from being like, this could have been way cheaper, but it's clear from the beginning that something's not quite right. You just don't know how it's not right, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Uh, I will say definitely, like, I think, like, I think David Morrissey is, like, a really good, like, he does a really good job in this episode. Yeah. I think. Um, in like both, both in sort of portraying this person who, and I think this is the right choice for what the episode is going for. Who's like, kind of like, kind of like a parody version of the doctor. That's not like the actual doctor. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. You can kind of tell. It's really weird. It's really weird. I mean, just one of the things that immediately comes off is like, Hmm. Is the fact that he says Alo and Z, and it's like, but that's like specifically Ten's thing. That's not yeah. a Doctor thing. So like, you know, head scratching at that yeah. one. It's a small yeah. clue that it's just like, oh, this is. If this was a future thing, he'd probably have like different mannerisms. But since Ten is the only like, what the cyber stamp thing goes up to, that's that's what he does. <laughs> Which is its kind yeah, of definitely. own area of weirdness, but we'll get there. Um, yeah. Um. So yeah, like it's 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 sort of and also like how he also manages to, um. Uh. Uh, like how he also manages to like portray like both like that kind of cusp where it's like both like the doctor and jackson lake like i think that's really good yeah it's definitely an intro like once you get past the doctor baiting it is an interesting concept yeah even if there is kind of like that underlying thing of like what if they actually did this for real one time and how cool that it would be Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think I told I was telling Jeff earlier that like I think I would like completely be on board with this or be more on board with it than I am if this wasn't immediately preceded by the regeneration fake out. Um also this is kind of an aside thing. Like I would just love in like 10 or 15 years if a showrunner just had the gall to bring this actor back and be like no actually like actually actually this is a future one um because that would be the type of like stupid (laughs) retcon retcon that i would be like on board with don't make him pre-hartnell because that's stupid (laughs) but like i don't know i like that actor personally yeah um i'm not saying he should be like the 14th doctor um because i think even that would be too soon but just like at some point i think that would be interesting um 
it could even be like like originally like basically Jackson Lake would create that incarnation just how Caecilius yeah, uh, yeah creates 12 um yeah yeah um like i'm trying to think what the the reason uh 12 says he gets that face was uh to remember to save people i think right i think that's the the reason that gets given later on yeah basically um yeah so like it i wonder like what would be the reason that he would take that face maybe like uh, (laughs) yeah that's sort of an open-ended question like what do you think that would be like the justification for that because i i I did think of the same thing i thought that would be like a really funny thing to fuck with people but like i'm trying to think like how that would work into like the thematics of whatever was going on then like what do you think would be the thematic significance of taking that face idea um since jackson lake's whole thing is that he even though he wanted to run from everything, even in how he ran, he ended up still confronting his problems. I think that could be a cool thing of just like, no matter what the fuck happens to me, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do my damn job and I'm going to power through because I'm the fucking doctor. Um, I think that could be yeah. like, because there's a lot of heart in Jackson, like both in how he, when he remembers himself and he still steps up to the plate and even before Yeah, him, exactly. Like, I do like sort of the running theme of, like, this ordinary person still being inspired to do good by the Doctor, even though he's never actually met him. Funny thing, um, kind of going along, we we meet the Doctor's quote-unquote companion, well, his his actual companion, because this, uh, it's basically the same thing. Her name is Rosita, and apparently... Um, Russell T. Davies was like, oh, I got an idea. I'll combine elements of the name Rose and Martha into Rosita. And it was just kind of by coincidence that that's also Spanish for little Rose. Like that part wasn't planned. (laughs) So I'm just like, okay. Um, I like that character for what it's worth. It's like, she would be an actual, like probably an actually good, like real doctor companion. Um, I think is like why she works so well. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. And I'm also glad that they don't like f- I guess for context um I had bi- like I I realized like on the call with with Skylar earlier that I literally like have not watched this episode in 10 years. Because I have not seen this since the first time I saw it, which was when I first was watching through RTD era Doctor Who around the time that Series 5 came out, which was a decade ago. So I barely remembered any of this episode. Oh, no, Um, literally same. I'm pretty sure just because Netflix was always like sporadic about having the Christmas specials. It was really weird. They had the Christmas specials for like half the seasons, but not the other half of the seasons. No, I think it was sometimes they'd be like set up so they were separate from the rest of the episodes and sometimes they wouldn't be it's yeah okay that makes sense but like that means there are some christmas specials that i've never watched yeah i think i'm pretty sure there are a couple i've missed i have seen this one um but i'm pretty sure i've only seen it the one time same as you 
So yeah. this is just like completely new to me, pretty much. But yeah, no, the entire time I was worried, like, are they going to kill off Rosita? And then they didn't. And I'm I'm like, yay, they didn't kill her off. Sick. I appreciate that. Um low bar, but you passed it. Uh But yeah, and also I I do like that Ten like actually thinks like, yeah, okay, this is just a future me for like some time. I'm sorry, but I just thought of a really funny joke they could have done, which is that Rosita gets gets trapped in a pocket dimension. <laughs> Because, like you said, she uh, Rosita means little Rose. So instead of getting trapped in a full-size dimension, she gets trapped in a pocket dimension. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fuck. Um, All right. Yeah, I was I was wondering about that though, because like obviously, obviously Moffat kind of codified that Ten's fake out regeneration like actually cost him. Uh, life so by that logic yeah. the only thing jackson lake could be is his last incarnation obviously they weren't going with that yet but um i don't know it's it's interesting to analyze that through like like retrospect i guess um and it would also kind of make more sense as to why he acts more like 10 than himself if he was like the incarnation right after him um yeah <laughs> um we are also uh introduced to the uh the uh main villain uh for this episode Miss Hardigan and I uh like literally I went on to uh, our server and was like, I can't believe RTD made a, the villain of another episode of turf. So like she is like such like a totally like girl, like girl boss, like turf character. Am I, I wrong? Kid you not. No, you're right. And the, I, I kind of took that even further. I was just like, you know the idea and like the phenomenon of white women accepting sexism or not going like voting for their best interests so that they can keep the mm -hmm. power of like white supremacy in place. This is like yeah. that times like 10,000. She's like fuck human men. I'm yeah, going with exactly. the future Ex cyber. Exactly. Men. It's like it's such like it's weird, like, I don't think it was necessarily meant to be, like, that deep-level commentary from RTD, but the fact that it still has that applicability is, like, wow, that is astonishingly still relevant. Yeah, I was... <laughs> that character confuses me, because I'm just like, okay, you're willing to work for these people they think they'll like give you liberty but like clearly that's not what they're about and then like to the very end yeah. she's like when the doctor comes to stop her she's like another man has come before me and i'm just like yeah that that's the operative reason right there <laughs> it's because the doctor is a guy yeah. but yeah. yeah what a character i think well and it's also like the applicability of like 
people like women who still vote for trump it's the same thing that you said of like literally like yeah i mean uh what we're not political yeah <laughs> oh yeah we have this fucking graveyard scene which like it's like it's sort of chilling where like where like it's like oh they all like run went up on these people but these people like they comically like run in circles and it's just like it's like they're just like running in circles and freaking out and it's like you know you could probably like duck past one of them if you really tried yeah. but they're just like running in circles and like falling over each other and shit and it's just like also the fucking, fucking line that killed me was actually too where the priest or whatever is just like a woman at a funeral is like questionable enough and i'm like is it like actually <laughs> like okay and then the fucking fact that this woman like dresses up in all red i was just like okay you're kind of you're kind of a bitch but like i love the serve and the fact that it's like my first name is mercy and i'm like of course it fucking is yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah uh, 10 explains oh yeah i like the thing of the 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 uh the balloon being the tardis that's good yeah especially the name they came up for it like there's not that much you can do with those initials but they yeah. made it work <laughs> it's like tethered aerial deployed in style or something like that oh can we talk about how like writing is inconsistent as always on this and like the doctor just doesn't give a fuck that the way they stop the cybermen is basically by blowing up their heads mm -hmm. like he just doesn't give a fuck when um jackson does it and he like reluctantly does it later i'm just like yeah no it's really funny how like he turns the beam on and i'm like jesus did the doctor just fucking ice all of those people all those cybermen i was like laughing really hard at that point because i know it's like it's actually like it's the brain beam to like get like miss hardigan to like like realize like what she's become but it was really funny because for a second i thought it was just like yeah he's just gonna like laser kill all these people and then the fucking weird thing is is how she like screams and like all the cybermen explode and then she for some reason explodes and i was like what <laughs> why does she explode <laughs> she wasn't yeah. even converted she's just got a weird thing on her head <laughs> Yeah, and then he's uh, like... I, I fucking love RTD Christmas specials, man. They're so dumb. <laughs> and they even feel, at the like, end, nice and comfy. When the fucking... When he's like, I've opened your mind probably for the first time in a long time. And it's just like, <laughs> that's not how that fucking worked before. What do you... What? <laughs> like, she, was, she was okay. RTD camp. She was okay with human genocide before... 
like before the conversion it's the, but it's now the fucking, it's the fucking meme of like i i'm it's the fucking like community my meme of like i'm okay with x but i'm drawing the line at x and it's like you were okay with x yeah. huh so dumb but like good dumb this is probably my second favorite uh christmas special that we've that we've done so far voyage of the damned is still like the golden standard but this is a pretty good yeah, second definitely place. yeah no yeah yeah i i, I definitely would agree like the, it doesn't it's still like even though it's like kind of stupid it's entertainingly stupid and it doesn't have the problem that something like runaway bride well i think the big offender in this case is christmas invasion and the runaway bride had a little bit of it to a lesser extent of like it doesn't feel like plots slammed together and it doesn't feel like there's a point where they're just like oh yeah shit it's christmas um like it feels like a coherent story like this didn't have to take place on christmas it's just kind of like thematically and like locationally it fits yeah Um, so yeah, and also the scene where they explain, like, I, I do, as much as, like, it, it kind of sucks that it's, like, a cop-out, I do like what they did of, like, the explanation of why Jackson Lake thought he was the doctor. Yeah. They, the, the Lumix Cybermen shouldn't have any data on the doctor other than, uh, ten. Although they might have yeah. a throwaway line that says they got most of their data from the Daleks. Yeah, they did. Be... They did say they ten does say that they got their data from okay. the Daleks. Then and they would have. Yeah. They would. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I am pretty sure every incarnation faced the Daleks at least once. Then this is so, this yeah. is the most utter of nitpicks because this obviously didn't exist yet. But the War Doctor should be in that, <laughs> if it's the Daleks yes. who have that. Um, yeah, yeah. Kind but of, obviously yeah. that's, like, I, I'm not going to ding it for that, because that's dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit, it's sketchy, because we don't know, because, okay, technically, yes, but considering that the war was A, time-locked, and B, they, I believe the Daleks... No. Well, no, was it ever no. time locked? Whatever. The, whatever the fucking the point is is that like it's trapped and basically put in the like it's over here dimension. Um, sure. And the fact that I think the cult of Scarrow and all the Daleks that you meet like dropped out of the war early. It is possible that they dropped out early enough that they don't have knowledge of the War Doctor. Because oh, yeah, eight, does not eight was around for the early yeah. days. Yeah, eight does not regenerate into the War Doctor until like a decent chunk okay. into the time. Warp. Canon problem solved. But also, canon doesn't canon yeah. doesn't fucking matter. I say that after I explain this. Where's but canon Ruth? Doesn't fucking damn it! Matter. No, that that actually wouldn't make sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I do like the explanation, especially I don't know. I'm not going to armchair psychologist like what can happen mm-hmm. in a fugue state, but in terms of like sci-fi explain bullshit. Yeah, like, exactly. Sure. Also the, uh, 
the fucking um <laughs> I also like the the thing of like the like it's it like you said it yourself with like the white supremacy angle but also with the classism angle where she's literally like taking these kids and putting them to work to like make the quote second industrial revolution like it it's weird because i don't i really don't know if rtd ever intended like the level of deepness that i'm reading into his stupid christmas special from 2008 when he was probably feeling pretty damn burned out but like the applicability Honestly, I think is there. The only reason, I think the only reason it's kids and not like they're just plucking any poor person off the street is because they need an excuse for his son, for Jackson Lake's son to still be alive. Yeah. Also, it, it makes sense considering it's set in like the Victorian era. Yeah. And like really like what comes to mind in the Victorian era other than like class politics and horrible things being done to orphans no yeah i'm not saying it doesn't fit thematically but yeah i i i, I was trying to say just the idea go ahead it's really funny um saying because i if i remember correctly the episode is set in 1851 so like the second industrial revolution that's just very fitting because that's like 10 years later yeah and also just like child labor becomes a bigger thing than and just <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's it's really funny um and also yeah. the fact that it's just like a giant robot it's like this is what industrialization will do to you <laughs> i mean you could definitely is very this, much is read this it a that based way, anti-civ rtd moment <laughs> no like literally this can be read as like an anti-industrialist <laughs> propaganda episode just like you know oh you've already gone this far but will you really go further this is where it will take you are you really going to become transhumanists see that's the this is the thing uh that i'm starting to realize as we draw close to the end of rtd era of i genuinely don't think we're gonna be able to even like ask this question in the future because like admittedly while oxygen is a good episode like it's pretty easy to tell that like yes it is actually going for like an anti-capitalist message but here who the fuck knows (laughs) yeah it's a weird it's a weird thing where like 11 doesn't really dabble in that and then like 12 for like a lot of arcs gets like pretty damn based and then (sighs) we know what happens when chivnall takes the helm but yeah lib it's, who, it's, lib it's who. gonna be weird yeah it's gonna be weird transitioning um over as i am transitioning right now thank you very much um to moffat era yeah um so yeah uh yeah oh yeah there's like the thing with jackson's son and then the whole the the big cyber robot which is you know that's that's pretty dumb and stupid but you know it's a christmas it's weird like it is almost as if like my standards are completely different for christmas specials because i don't know if i'd nest i don't know it's possible that i have like bias or my standards are different but you know i mean it's like it's generally like a different type of show yeah Definitely.
Um, the the uh, the Chekhov's gun of the uh, hot air balloon gets done. Yeah, I also I do like when when Lake invites him to the feast. I'm like a Christmas feast. I'm worried like, oh, is he gonna do the fucking thing where he ditches him? And no, no, he doesn't. So they actually managed to subvert my expectations twice. Yeah, that was. That was good. And it kind of makes sense that someone who's, like, seen into the doctor's mind can, like... Yeah. Barely yeah. convince him to be like, no, come on. Like... Yeah, it's a very, very sweet... <laughs> it's a very sweet ending to this, and especially compared to last year Christmas special, I'm honestly, like, pleasantly surprised by how much, like, it ends on an up, like, not super depressing note without, like, a significant chunk of the cast dying... Yeah, and it also is, like, it's still, I think, manages to stay true to where Ten is at at this point in time. Because he has this whole speech about the companions and why he's traveling alone mm now. Um, which makes it all, even all the more impressive that Jackson Lake is able to get through to him, yeah. like, at all. Yeah, um, definitely. But, yeah, it's slowly setting up for, like, some Waters of Mars, End of Time feels, and then planet of the dead i i completely fucking forget how that fits into everything but um everyone says that it's just like i from what i've heard everyone thinks the planet of the dead is just like an or like rtd having to pull out a filler episode because he's just out of fucking juice yeah like i th i'm kind of saying juice. this as a meme but like i legitimately think the most like long-lasting biggest impact that episode has had is that there's like a ton of fan art both safe for work and not of christine d'souza like i legitimately yeah. think that's the longest impact it's had <laughs> um but yeah yeah why the fuck does she have her own big series finished series who the fuck cares about lady christina look they're they're working them hard in the big finish writer's room okay <laughs> uh, anyways uh, so yeah, anything anything else before uh, we move on to ratings? I, uh, you know, I already said, or I don't think I said this here yet, but but just generally, uh, the episode didn't hold my my interest too well. I honestly got distracted about halfway through, and just like couldn't focus on it. I don't know. I feel like past the point where we had um the sort of fake doctor running around. I, it just it lost my attention. It just felt like a very silly plot. And I, I can see why it would entertain others, but it wasn't doing it for me. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. um, um, yeah, I'll also say I didn't get the chance to mention this because I like basically forgot it, about it until now. But the only place I'd really ding this episode is that jackson lake's son isn't a character he's basically like a device oh yeah be... he's just like yeah no he like like when you actually think about how little the fucking character is used it's just like oh he has a son there is his son no, yeah i mean his son is conveniently placed in a way that 10 has to go save him. yeah it's that is the end of anything having to deal with jackson lake's son it's convenient <laughs> and like i try not to be mean and i'm not being mean to like children actors but like this whoever they yeah. got for this just didn't emote at all his way of acting scared was just like just staring kinda... blankly and it's what i swear it's to the god fucking, it's the ralph it's the ralph wiggum i'm in danger 
I swear to God, I had this this meme played in my head as I saw the kids just staring as Jackson Lake yelled out my son and the kid just continued to stare. I just thought of the vine. I think it's a vine where that kid is like, you're not my dad. <laughs> That's all I <laughs> yeah. think about. And I died for like the next minute and a half just thinking about that meme. Um, and it's sad. I think I think the actor, like the, the father, Jackson Lake, whatever the fuck his name is, he sells that completely. As, like, most of yeah. this episode, I don't think would nearly be as good without his acting. It's just the one thing where I'm just like, this kid is not giving me anything to work with. Yeah. But, yeah, that's it. Um. So, yeah. Uh. It's, yeah. So, yeah, I guess moving moving on to ratings. Yeah, again, I, I it's not as good as Voyage of the Damned, but I can appreciate the fact that it is a pretty, like, simple, sweet, standalone christmas special that's fun to watch and entertaining and kind of stupid in in an endearing like it's it's like the same level of like yakuza stupid where it's like endearingly stupid um and it's 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 just like yeah it's it's a fun cozy episode to like if i wanted to just like snuggle up and watch a doctor who episode this would definitely be one that i'd like pull out of the pull out of the blu-ray set and put on is just like you know like comfort food um and yeah like it's 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 not like quite as like ridiculous as voyage of the damned but it's it's fun and it's safe and it's it's chill and there isn't too much like gratuitous death which you know normally it's not a problem but like when you watch all these back to back it's kind of like it's kind of nice for once when the cool side characters don't die at the end um so yeah like really it's it's a solid a honestly i can't really think of too much like you did mention that one thing but other than that i can't really think of too much that's like a major problem with the episode it's just it's just nice it's a nice episode man i just think it's neat <laughs> Simpsons reference. <laughs> nice. Um, I still have never watched a single episode of The Simpsons. Really? I've watched. I've watched. Like, I just know the memes. I've watched I have never like watched three a single episode of in the series Simpsons. one or in season that is one. I, I actually shocking to me. Like, I don't know. I I get like not having watched The Simpsons as like a totality, but like. Never seen a single I've episode. Never a, wow. I've never seen a single SpongeBob episode either. No. Okay, that's worse. <laughs> that is worse. Okay, that's the next podcast. Uh, How? Back to Bikini Bottom. Because I didn't have cable TV okay, growing up. But that's fair. But did you never go to like a friend's house or something? No. No, I. No, I didn't. Or if I did, they weren't watching Spongebob. That's so weird, because, like, we didn't have cable either, like, growing up, like, half the time. We got it later, but, like, like... Yeah, no, I've I've, I've never seen... Like, I know all the memes, but I've never seen an actual episode of Spongebob. <laughs> and I didn't own Minecraft until 2018. That's when it was at its lowest period, wasn't it? I still don't own Minecraft. Um, 
reject modernity embrace right, tradition Skyler. um anyways so this episode's weird because like there's not a lot going on really like compared to voyage of the damned like that's like you can go beat by beat like there's a lot of stuff going on but here it's yeah. like yeah definitely the plot is more simple there's less characters but like a lot more like one-on-one -on -one character interaction and like intrigue and exploration that like i don't really think about ever when i'm thinking about like good doctor who but i would definitely include it in the category this episode in the category of good doctor who which is strange um definitely not like a triple s tier banger like voyage of the damned is but it gets the job done the acting is good the tropes while a bit tired after the fake out in journey's end are solid and i legitimately think like the character of jackson like and the actor i don't know just something about that potential like also bumps this up a few points for me um again the only real problem i have is like some continuity like canon stuff with the cybermen and jackson Lake's son does not know how to act i'm sorry um but it's it's a solid it's a solid uh palate cleanser i guess for journey's end especially if you're like pissed off at the ending as jeff and i were it was just like oh yeah. this is this is nice yeah it was nice to like not feel rage towards doctor who this week yeah exactly you know keep keep ourselves young or whatever I don't, I don't fucking know but um yeah it's a good episode a good kickoff to the specials um b plus it was an episode it didn't hold my attention very well but it had some things 5.5 5 out of 10 <laughs> Fair enough. Anyways, um, next week uh, we will be discussing uh, the 2009 Easter special. Ooh. Uh, that is Planet of the Dead. And we will also probably be taking a look at our second animated episode, Dreamland. Because um, I don't think Planet of the Dead is going to leave us with very much to talk about. Um, also, at some point somewhere i don't know which week exactly but we are probably going to be talking about uh the big finish story neverland for our next bonus episode um we're not recording it this week because i had a lot of other shit going on but at some point in upcoming weeks uh we will be talking about it um as our like november bonus episode hey everyone uh jeff here in editing later later on down the line um at the very tail end of the recording session, uh, Discord kind of like completely shit the bed, which broke our uh, recording bot too, so I'm just going to do the rest of the editing spiel uh, here. Um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at B2TardisPod, and you can support us on Patreon for a number of benefits, like early access to episodes, the ability to listen in live to the podcast being recorded, and potentially even the ability to guest star on an episode of your choosing. I'm Jeff. You can follow me on Twitter at WheatleyDL and at Twitch uh, on Twitch at WheatleyDLT. Um, you can follow Skylar on Twitter at SkyHigh9 underscore 5. 
and you can follow Celeste on Twitter at Nihilist Panther. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.